Hello and welcome to another whoops, video games to the max. Almost said one of the other shows, <laughs> but uh, uh, this is uh, number one twenty-two. If we add in all the all the different variations of what this show has been, uh, this is the official Four One Game Zone podcast. I am your host Sean Grammer, and with me today is Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, um, hey, at least we kept this one uh, only a week old. Yeah. So, how's your how's your week been? Uh, okay. I had food poisoning a few days ago, so I felt like dying. That's about it. Oh boy, that uh, is never good. I also played the Order eighteen sixty six, so I also felt like dying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least you got your first platinum, right? Yeah. First platinum trophy because a trained chimp could do it. You're you're not joking. That is a that is yeah. a game that is super super uh, dull and easy apparently. Yeah, and you can just follow a guide to like unlock everything. So I just did that. I didn't even care about gameplay. Is there really gameplay in that game? It, it like the game moves so slowly that it's just. Like two hours of gameplay in a four-hour game. Yikes! Yeah, and, and if you don't want to sit there and actually read everything and all that, it goes even faster. Huh? Yeah. Goodness. Uh, and they wanted and they charged sixty dollars for that. Wow. Yeah, I got it for I got it for six, so I'm I'm okay with that price. <laughs> <laughs> it seems about fair. Maybe even then, still a little. Uh, a little too expensive. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised they have not had it come out for PS Plus at this point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's like on the border of their, what is it, 7.5 Metacritic rating that the, a game has to have or something in order for them to put it on there anyway. So. Well, I could see how it misses it, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, other than that, uh, what have you been playing? Uh, just more of the same, uh, Dirt Rally. I've finished the review of that finally. Uh, Final Fantasy X still. I spent an hour last night doing that goddamn Chocobo race. Uh, <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh. I've only really played the, the end, and it's only a little bit. I've only got up to, like, the first, where you get to the first Moogle save point uh, of the Final Fantasy IX Steam release. Uh, this is the first Steam release that they actually, that for, that's been for a while, that they actually seem like they gave a lot of care to, and you don't see a lot of people on Steam complaining about, oh, this is a straight iOS port, and... All the stuff, all the reviews are positive when I went to go buy the game. Um, yeah. Almost almost $17, which I guess isn't bad when considering the the PS1 version, when I bought it, they were still wanting you to pay 20 bucks uh, in the store. So, uh, And really, it's the graphical update is not anything, you know, totally amazing or whatever. Uh, the, you know, the the FMV scenes look uh, much better than, than they did on the PS1. Uh, the character models have been spruced up a little bit. The main characters, the other characters are not touched much. 
um, you know, the the text is a lot more clear, obviously, and things like that. But it's not anything, not anything crazy. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if they, I didn't try to mess with the settings either. So maybe it's I don't have it at the the tippy top settings. But I don't even remember seeing anything uh, about messing with settings so much. So maybe it's just I didn't look uh, well enough in the uh, options there. But I know you said you got a code for Day of the Tentacle, so you didn't play it at all? No, my internet has been super jacked up the past few days. Like, I'm not even sure now if you can hear me or not. Like, you sound really distorted to me for some reason. So, but I tried to enter that code into my PS4 like four different times, and each time it failed. So I eventually had to find out how to do it on the PC website and just do it there. (laughs) Jeez. That, uh... That's not good either, and you seem like you had just a not not a good week as far as all all that. Um, but yeah, I guess we can uh, we can certainly move on to this uh, huge news that I mean, we've talked about it. It's not like it hasn't been out there, but uh, PS four point five now has a code name Neo, uh, Giant Bomb, and uh, Eurogamer uh, both got documents. Uh, basically telling everybody about the reported specs that these that this you know upgrade will have um, they don't seem way too you know it, it's not this huge ass improvement over yeah uh, the ps4 they're, they're very minimal I guess you could say um, you go from having a 1.6 gigahertz core to a 2.1 gigahertz core in the CPU. You go from having uh, 36 CUs, and obviously the megahertz is going to be bigger when you put more in there. And then the memory is a little bit bigger; it goes from 175 or 176 to 218 gigabytes. So not uh, a huge change, and I think there's there's more specs you can go find on on one of those documents, but that's not the the issue here. The issue is the internet blowing up because they obviously feel like at some point this is just going to mean that this will become the norm, and that obviously is is a problem uh, for console owners that for thirty plus years have always been used to you buy one console, you have it until the PS5, the Xbox Two, whatever comes out. I mean, what do you think about about all this? Like, I understand that position wholeheartedly, but this is such a kind of a small, inter, inter, like, small upgrade that it kind of doesn't matter in the long run. Like, they're not going to make like Neo exclusive games, so who cares? Like, if you if you do care about that stuff, just sell your PS4 and save the money until five, five or six months until they release it and go buy it. Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing too. You don't necessarily, you can wait if you. But, but the thing is too, like the, the the other code name this thing has is a PS4 4K. So really, you're only sh- this this is really for the people that are just really up to date on on all the technology and everything. Because if you don't have a 4K TV, what the hell does this matter? Yeah, um, and most people, most people don't have a 4K TV, so. 
Yeah, and even then, it's not going to be in native 4K. The the graphics that are there are not big enough uh, for that to, to show in native 4K. Uh, that's 4K video as far as like watching Netflix in 4K or, or something like that. I mean, uh, yeah, it's going to run better. Um, I think the only thing that I've heard people complain about that might be a legit complaint because it as you go further along and they expect more people to have these 4.5s or just because this is the how you do it in general that they make the game for that 4.5 machine and then they downscale it to the 4 and maybe it doesn't look as good as other 4 games have in the past because they made it with the 4.5 in mind. Do you see that happening? No, because most people still make games for both consoles. So they're still going to... The PS4 is still probably going to be the bench, like the middle tier between the PS4.5 and the Xbox One. So they're probably still going to shoot for that for that benchmark so they can downsample it to the Xbox One a little. I mean, it's not huge, but between the two, the, the Xbox... One is a little less powerful than the PS4 right now. So, uh, and also, like, games cannot run worse on the 4.5 than they do on the PS4. So, if a, con- if a company decides to, like, go hog wild with, like, visual upgrades, it's like, well, fine. But it still has to hit 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second on the base model, or else they get in trouble with Sony. Right. And that, that's the big thing that Sony has came out and, and discussed. Uh, they have made it... I mean, they haven't commented on the rumors, but this is in, I guess, in the documents, whatever, that Sony is doing everything they possibly can to make people understand that they do not want to split the player, player base um, because this has happened. I mean, it, this kind of thing has not happened with a console really since, like, the the whole crap with Sega and, and they had like four different consoles out there at the same time or whatever at one point. Um, and they're obviously, they don't want to do that. So they're making sure to make these, let these people understand that, look, you're not going to be able to just do whatever you want on the 4.5 and then screw over the PS4 people because let's be honest here. This is going to come out and probably not going to be huge. Um, right? Like, you don't see this as becoming this thing that everybody's just going to drop and buy. No. Like, it'll come out. Like, it's like when the Xbox 360 started slowly updating its its hardware. Like, if you look at the 360 when it launched compared to, like, what it became, like, it, there were some upgrades to it. So, yeah. I mean, they may have, like, a special branding on it, like, the new PS4 or like the PS, I, I hate that term, but PS4 4.5 or PS4 4K, but most people are not going to know what that means or even care. Yeah. <coughs> I think, you know, certainly, um, you're right. I mean, it's just, unless Sony really comes out and goes, okay, well, you got to have it for this, or if you have it. You have a 4K TV, you need to get it here, but you already have almost 40 million PS4s out there in the wild. Unless, for some reason, these companies, you know, the re- they, they make a deal with retailers, which n- nothing has been said about that, about 
doing an upgrade. I don't yeah. see people just going, okay. Now I I do see the the PS4s eventually might get phased out, which that that happens. Yeah, that I mean that'll yeah. definitely happen. I mean they'll yeah. blow through their stock of PS4s right now or up until the time, but then I think they're going to probably start making PS4s totally, and they're just going to make this thing. Right. Yeah. I think I think definitely uh, that's what's going to happen here is. They're going to be sitting here going, okay, we're going to try to push this thing out there. And like you said, the, the thing with the 360 was they had to do it because of the Red Ring, Red Ring deal. So that's sort of why a lot of that was changed. But even then, we still have this stuff happen when, when they come out with the PS4 Slim. And I'm sure the Xbox One will come out with a smaller version of itself. That, that was talked about, I think, even after it launched. Like, they said... Uh, We'll figure out how to make a smaller box, but you yeah. know. So, how is this really different from from that kind of thing? Just well, to, it's like how is it different from like the DS, like what they did with the DSi with Nintendo. Like they released three of those goddamn things. <laughs> right. It it's a new 3ds 3ds situation, yeah. and I think Nintendo learned after they made Xenoblade Chronicles X that. It didn't sell, so we can't sit here and keep making new 3DS things. I mean, they they have arbitrarily given it, you know, uh, Super Nintendo Virtual Console special deals and and that new uh, Hyrule Legends whatever DS version basically doesn't run on the regular 3DS. So don't buy it. Which is still probably a lie. I mean, let's be honest. Well, no, it, it doesn't run that well. You can tell, you can see the difference. No, uh, no, between... I meant, I meant the Super Nintendo stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the Super Nintendo stuff is, is probably just a bunch of you know. I can see how you can say it looks better, but really, those games are so old. Like, does it, does it really matter if that, yeah. those games look that much better or not? Um, it's like Mad ninety three is like never looked better than than on the new three DS. It's like. All right, I guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's exactly what uh, everybody's been waiting for, that Madden 93. To look <laughs> uh, but you you don't think that this at all is going to affect them negatively? Oh, I mean, it definitely will, but I just don't think it'll be that big of a deal in the long run, especially since like everyone still hates the Xbox One. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and uh, we'll get to the Xbox One in a second, but even Shuhei Yoshida had an interview sort of with, well, he Lauren Lanning, who's kind of sort of become, uh, when he, since he, when he's not doing, uh, you know, uh, stuff Oddworld with, stuff. Uh, Oddworld stuff, which is, you know, hardly ever, uh, he's kind of become this uh, analyst for video games, and he says that they're supposedly talk about is it possible that there's the, the PS5 is a big if that he talked to Yushua Yoshida and he said the PS5 is an if right now um, well, well the thing is is I don't think it's a big if I mean right now it's a big if just because they're probably not working on a PS5 like right now but right. they'll eventually release a PS5 because the PlayStation 
like branch of Sony is like one of their few profitable parts of it right now still. Do you think that this is possibly like kind of like the uh, <coughs> iPhone thing where now you have two different tracks of systems? You have a PS4 and then you have the PS4 4.5. So when the PS5 comes out, everybody that has a PS4 should upgrade to the PS5 and then they'll eventually have a PS5.5 and the people that have a 4.5 upgrade of that. No, I don't. I doubt that. I I think it'll depend on how how well this shakes out, but I just don't see them splitting their user base quite like that, at least in the future. I mean, you'd like to think that the PS5, whatever the, whatever it's going to have, is going to be like pretty future proof. Right. But you know, we'll see. <laughs> they start I mean, to get to that. They start to get to that PlayStation Nine in twenty seventy seven though. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um... But you don't see this... Do you see this becoming a thing, though? Like, if... if Well, obviously, this has to work in order for that to be the case. But if this is moderately successful, and I think Sony understands that there's no way that there's going to be... Even with an upgrade program, there's not going to be 40 million PS4 4.5s out there. No. That this becomes a thing. Sort of like, I guess, what Phil Spencer was talking about with... uh, the upgrade <clears throat> that you're going to have like upgrades every every two years for this uh, going into like the next generation. I just don't see it because I think most console owners are just too fickle with that type of stuff than like with with cell phones, and it's a weird comparison. But people use cell phones a lot more than consoles. I mean, you take your cell phone everywhere, right? And then also, you know, these manufacturers and the uh, retailers also kind of do things to your phone so that you sort of have to upgrade every two years. Stuff will stop. Uh, I just did this with my wife where I gave her my old S4 that I paid off recently. Probably about, I paid off about six months ago, but I didn't do the upgrade until, you know, about a couple of weeks ago. And she started telling me that there seem to be things going on with the phone. And I was like, yeah, that seems about right. Because they kind of do that so that you upgrade on purpose. Uh, and especially with T-Mobile where you're doing it, you're paying them monthly. A lot of these places are doing it now where you pay them for the phone monthly um, instead of paying it all out at once. And, you know, so they can keep getting money from you. That's, that's what they do. Um, I just don't think that you can do that with a console when it costs $400. And what... And that's the thing, like, unless, they're they're not talking about some kind of upgrade or anything, but it's going to cost $400 again. So, do you think this is also a way for, basically, the, I've heard people talking about PSVR, and that basically that power box that you're buying the PSVR for, they'd be able to put it in the console. Yeah, because they did that with the Xbox 360 with Kinect. Right. So, I mean, sure, why not? I mean, if you can just add the, add the like, uh, adapter on there, screw it. Go ahead. That, you know, what's weird, though, is you'd think if you're really going to do this, you know, you might want to announce this soon because there's a lot of people that don't have that the anything that, that you need for that bundle. And you can just go ahead and, and maybe don't have a system either, and you can just buy the whole thing, and you can just have the PSVR in there instead of having to buy that bundle and have all the things uh, away from it. 
So yeah. Um, all right, we'll we'll have to see. And now that the stuff is out there, uh, I think uh, we'll have to see how long it takes Sony to come out and legitimately say, okay, look, all these documents are obviously real. Uh, we'll have more to say at E3 or or whatever. Um, and I think this is all about how Sony plays this, right? It's if Sony is upfront about whatever they want it to be, and you know, uh, supposedly now there's rumors uh, from The Verge talking about how. Even though Phil Spencer said he didn't like the wording of an Xbox 1.5, that they are doing that. They are testing different consoles with upgraded components. And basically, I think Microsoft's just kind of waiting to see if this eventually gets positive. And at E3, Microsoft also has uh, their own uh, Xbox 1.5, even though they're about half, they have half the sales of PS4 at this point. So, you know, it's, I don't know if it behooves them or not to do it, but I, I, I'm not, I don't even, like, at least P, uh, Sony has the PSVR. Like, I, I can't imagine what Microsoft really has to offer people to, to even have an Xbox 1.5 at this point. HoloLens, son. Huh? Well, they're going to make HoloLens, like, what's a $3,000 thing, and they're going to put yep. them there for free. Why not? Hey, I wouldn't mind it. The HoloLens thing looks pretty interesting, actually. Um, uh, it's funny that he said like he wants big numbers because it's like you named your console the Xbox One, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, you you named your thing the Xbox 360 before, and then you went down in number. So yeah, yeah. I, I, these people, they talk. And I think half the time they don't even realize what they're saying. They just <laughs> they just say things and they go, "Oh, whoops, probably shouldn't have said that." But well, in his case, it probably just has to defend whatever stupid decision uh, the last guy made. So, oh well, yeah, of course you can't just totally go out there and and blast uh, Don Matrick uh, at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's just even though probably if he did, it wouldn't be uh, the worst thing, but. Lauren Lanning uh, did have did say that it seems like what Sony's doing is kind of future-proofing themselves for whenever 4K does get big, which I don't know that it's going to. I don't think it's the fad the 3D TVs were, but I think it's going to take a little bit longer than it took for the HD well, TV thing to get. The difference is like three like when people switch from like tube TVs to, to like flat screens. You saw an immediate difference. Like, the TVs are lighter, they're bigger, they're cheaper, stuff like that. With the difference between, like, HGTVs and 3D and this 4K stuff, it's like, I already got a flat screen. Like, I'm fine. Like, it'll look better, but who cares in the long run for most people? Like, unless their TV breaks, like, that's the only reason people are going to upgrade again. Right, yeah. I mean, and, and that's a, the... Yeah, my When I went to went to Dallas, my dad has a 4K... Uh, TV, and I mean, well, he used to have, for the longest time, he had a tube TV that had the tuner, where you you could yeah, make it in HD. Yeah. And, I mean, I mean, for the longest, like, after I already had my, my flat screens and whatever, and because he didn't want to have to, he has it in this encased thing in his living room, and it's a pain in the ass to move. So, I think he got it, like, within the last year or so. 
And that's the thing. Like a lot, most people, like you said, are not going to change TVs unless they just all of a sudden come upon this big money or the one of the TVs breaks. And even then, it's still much cheaper to go get another TV that you had than go get these these 4K things. Yeah. And only for okay, well now instead of being able to to just see something in HD, oh now you might be able to like see the pimples on their face. I mean, it's just it's it's a difference. It looks a hell of a lot prettier, but it's not anything you just totally need. You know. Um, Kind of like uh, this this PS4 4.5 thing. It's not something yeah. you totally need. As long as they keep it that way and all of a sudden somebody doesn't get greedy and say, okay, we're going to have exclusive games for this or or whatever, then you run into the problem. Um, Once they finally introduce Smell-O-Vision into TVs, that's, that's when you have to upgrade again. Yeah, we're, we're going to go back to the, to the 80s with that. Yep. Um, that's exactly what... Uh, what we're going to do. But, you know, moving on uh, from this, um, you know, th- there, I'm sure there will be more stuff that comes out uh, from from all this, and we'll be talking about it, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, another thing that rumored, and it's still a rumor because we, we don't know what this means at all, but a map was leaked that's supposedly from Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, supposed to be a prequel. And it might have ties with the upcoming Mafia 3 as well. Um, I've actually, I have the game on my PS3. I've been meaning to sit down and play it. Uh, I've never actually played uh, Red Dead Redemption at all. Uh, what, you know, maybe there's people that are in my situation. What, uh, how, did you like the, the first game? And are you sort of excited for a number two to come out? Uh, I like Redemption fine. Uh, it had some kind of clunky controls. Uh, once you got past that, it was okay. I just don't... Like, the crux of that game is at the end, the main character dies, and he like, plays the son like, right at the very end, which is a very cool moment for that game. And then going back to like the John Marston well to like show the backstory, it's like, no, I don't care about that. <laughs> like... If you're going to do a prequel, that's fine, but just pick a different character. Like, just make a new character up. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I also kind of agree. I think when you do the prequel, it's not necessarily, you might want to do somebody different. That way you can kind of have a little bit more license to do uh, like, what you want. It would be cool to, sh- like, have to show John Marston in, in, like, in the game, like, have like, a younger right. version. But I don't want to play as him. Why not? Uh, his story has been done. Okay. It's kind of it's kind of like the Star Wars prequels. It's like, yo, I already know how this ends, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> you do kind of know what, how this ends, but it's definitely interesting um, to to see how it all started and the characters that uh, are there before you know the, well, the they, ones. That they, yeah, but they even talk about that in, in Red Dead Redemption. So that's the thing. It's like, yeah. There's true. nothing new here. I mean. You can show this stuff, but it's like, all right, he joined up with Dutch, and they did, formed a gang and stuff like that. But I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll ha- we'll have to see what more comes out. I mean, it seems like it's funny because uh, from what I remember or from what I've read, apparently, if you went into the water, um, either he died or yeah, it was something. like 
it was like early early GTA games where like when the water is drowned and we like respawned. So seems like there's a lot of water on this map. So I'm, I'm yeah, that, the map looked really blue. <laughs> uh, I Which guess... is weird because like the game took place in a desert, so it's like, uh, wait a second. <laughs> so would you have like boats or or something? I guess that you would use then. I mean. I mean, we'll see. Uh, there was some water in, like, Red Dead Redemption, but there wasn't a ton of it, let's say that, at least compared to this map. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to see what happens with this, too. Uh, there's nothing other than people talking to people that, that know that this game is being made. Uh, nothing, again, official has, has come out about it. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, I forgot to mention that the GameStop is also, they just did some kind of presentation, basically saying that they know more, uh, than they're willing to be able to, uh, talk about, uh, about these supposed new consoles, including the NX, which is a new console for Nintendo, but again, Nintendo has literally not talked about anything, uh, about it, uh, right now. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, speaking of Nintendo, uh, while we await another day for the Star Fox Zero uh, game to come out, which is getting a lot of mixed reviews right now. Um, well, it's like the, it, the reviews are basically like, it's the Star Fox game you wanted 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and the controls are uh, really hard, apparently. Uh, yeah. Which I thought they were supposed to make those easier. Uh, not make them harder. That, well, like from what I understand, like the actual like R wing missions are still pretty easy. It's all the crap surrounding it that's annoying. Oh, that's wonderful. Cause like that stupid be... like hacking robot stuff, or like you know when you have to use a touch screen or like a gamepad. It's like no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, we'll see. It comes out tomorrow. Uh, I'm sure, and then people will have their opinions on it by then. Uh, Nintendo, uh, well, this doesn't have to do with Nintendo, but a Nintendo property uh, might get a movie. You know, Pokemon's been on this 20th year anniversary uh, deal for a while, and now the Pokemon company is trying to get a live-action film made uh, for the movie, for for the property. Um, Warner Brothers Legendary and Sony are in the running for this. Looks like Legendary is probably going to win the thing. I mean, I'm sort of excited, but I'm not going to get myself too excited about it. Well, it'll reach the hallowed, hallowed uh, reviews of the Dragon Ball Evolution movie and the Legend of Korra movie, or the Avatar movie, I should say. I I think it could certainly do much better than uh, that that Dragon Ball Z movie. Uh, so I, don't, I mean, yeah, they would have to be really bad. I mean, you can't really mess that up. All it is is CG, and we all, the, the people should know how to do CG by now. So, I mean, uh, it, you know, it's it's Pokemon CG. It's we've seen this already in the games. It's not like it's anything too special, but we'll have to see again what what uh, they decide to do. Uh, it'll be it'll be like James Franco as Ash Ketchum. Ha! That'd be great. We got a more adult Ash Ketchum. 
I'm totally for that. No, no. He'll still be like a 15-year-old kid. <laughs> it just won't make any sense. <laughs> Fine. So, the, we, we do know that, again, the PS4 won the sales for March. Uh, that's a no-brainer. And they did come out with the... Of course, this is uh, only retail stores. This is not digital. But after hardware sales were down 19% uh, year over year uh, during this this month, um, they did reveal that Tom Clancy's The Division is the number one selling game of of March. Uh, then Far Cry Primal, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, Grand Theft Auto V still in there, uh, UFC 2, MLB 16, the show, Pokemon Tournament, uh, NBA 2K16, Call of, Duty, Call of Duty Black Ops 3, Minecraft, uh, still hanging on there at number 10, and the 360 version, still the most sold Minecraft, uh, by the way. So, yeah, hey, two Wii U games on there at least. <laughs> and neither one of them are third party, so that should tell you something right there. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, has there even been a third-party game that's done decent for the Wii U? Everything uh, other than Bayonetta? I mean, yeah, I think Effect everything 3. else is... <laughs> wow. Going way back to Mass Effect 3 at this point. Jeez. Um, I think Disney Infinity and Skylanders do okay in that thing. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah they do okay. Um, I don't know what to make about this. Like. It seems it seems like a lot of people complaining, but they forget that you know some of these games were not even part of uh, the the same developer. Uh, there is a Batman HD collection coming out June 10th. It only has Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Many people complaining it does not have uh, the Arkham, Arkham Origins, and for some reason they went at Arkham Knight. Included in there too, even though they nobody has a PS4 and Xbox One version. Um, but okay. Yeah. Um, uh, if this thing is like thirty dollars, I'd, I'd buy it because having Arkham City, well, having really Arkham Asylum on like the PS4 is fine. Is a good thing. If it's going to be sixty dollars, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I I don't think sixty dollars for a game that has been given out for free in so many different capacities at this point, it's constantly on... I mean, I know I know you're getting the HD graphics and, and all that kind of stuff, but I do think at least it needs to go down to $40, maybe? You do get all the other DLC, so I guess don't try I'll, to justify like, with that. I played Arkham Asylum on PC, and that version still looks great, so it's like, how much of a bump are you really going to be able to do? Like... It'll be minimal at best, unless you're going like, to redesign the whole game. <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, it's, I, mean, I think they're gonna, it's obviously going to be more for the people that only played them on console that are going to really see the difference. Uh, but, you know, it has been a while since they've sort of announced the HD remake. So, oh, I guess it's okay, but... You can pre-order it now if you want, but yeah. it, it seems like a cash grab. Let's, let's oh, be totally. honest here. But oh, yeah, it's total cash grab. Yeah, 
but still, two games, you know, why not? Yeah, and uh, speaking of, when we talk about talking about old games, uh, Microsoft has now ceased production of the 360. So, very soon yeah. you will not be able to buy any more Xbox 360s. Uh, do you have fond memories of the, of the 360? Everyone had a 360, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did have the crappy Red Ring, Red Ring once, um, and then shortly after that, I got the uh, S, so I didn't have that problem anymore, but... Yeah, I'm on my third 360, and I actually have to probably, in the, in the next few months, get another one, because, like, my 360's disk drive is, like, uh, getting jammed. Like, it's not opening correctly. Ooh, yeah. You gotta be afraid you might lose a game. It's not Maybe. that. I mean, it'll open if I, like, kind of screw with it enough, but it's just a hassle. Like, every, like, 20 times, it'll, like, jam shut, and then I have to, like, get a pair of uh, nail clippers and, like, jam one end in there, and it'll eventually start opening, and it's like, all right. Yeah, you don't want to have to do that every time. Yeah. Uh, to to get the disk drive to open, that's that's really annoying. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you know, like like you said, everybody had 360. Um, it, it, it's uh, one of those things, I think, where we're, I think the 360 kind of finally helped along with the PlayStation 2, obviously, helped kind of gaming get to this point that we're at now where it's it's becoming a, a thing for everybody to at least own a console. And, uh, well, you got you got to remember the 360 introduced a lot of crap. Yeah, like, the Xbox uh, like, Live and... Yeah, like online, like like downloadable games, friends lists. I mean, other con- like the old, original Xbox did have some of that stuff, but this is out-of-the-box built in. And it became, like, popular, so... Right, yeah. It did a whole lot. And, I mean, most people will say that the Xbox One sort of a downgrade from that. Oh, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. I think, I think the party system on the Xbox One is still busted, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's still busted. Um, I keep thinking of the PS4 where that one works really easily. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how these these things are... They come out in an older system, but yet it has to be some big deal for them to come out in the, the new system. That's so weird. Uh, GameStop is going further into uh, making games. We already know that they're kind of publishing the Insomniac's uh, Song of the Deep, which comes out uh, July 12th. It's a downloadable game. And now they've got Ready at Dawn making a game with them. They got uh, Tequila Works making a game with them. Um, Frozen Bite is making a game with them. So, hey, Navy GameStop will figure out a way to uh, deal with uh, things going digital. I mean, games. this is a good, good uh, role for GameStop to take because eventually they're going to have to stop selling used games. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I mean, eventually, you know, unless they're online, the, the, you know, you can still do it, I guess, through their online store, but when you, uh, a lot of things go digital, you're going to have to figure out another way to make money, and this is not, as long as the games are good, it should be okay for them. Uh, Song of the Deep looks pretty interesting. Um, I mean, after the 
the order 1886 was received as it was, ready at dawn, I'm sure will want to uh, distance themselves uh, from that and make something people will like more. It'd be helpful. <laughs> again, uh, after wait, we don't even know what the the name of these games are or anything. So, GameStop still has uh, plenty um, to discuss on on that front. I, I did talk about Mafia Three. Uh, looks like at least there will be a tie in the name of uh, one of the cities or anything. But they do have a release date for Mafia Three, October seventh, two thousand sixteen, on consoles and PC. Again, this is another one of these games I never played, so... I've, I started Mafia 2, like, within the past month, and it is a technically well-made game, but it is just very empty. And it's just a weird game, because there's no reason for it to be open world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seems like... Is that what they're going to do with this this game? They're going to make it open world? Oh, yeah, because the past two, past two were, so why not? But I hope they actually have stuff for you to do between missions in this one. Yeah, let, I mean, you would think that they would learn uh, from that, and especially all the open worlds that have come out since then. Uh, they'll, ha- they'll still have Playboy covers for you to pick up, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure even though Playboy doesn't do the the nude pictures anymore, it'll, they'll figure out a way to make it a thing. Uh, speaking of release dates, World of Warcraft Legion, the expansion pack now has a release date of August 30th. Uh, you know, people say that they've been waiting for this Legion thing forever, but I see more people saying that they they quit playing already and they're not going to come back uh, than anything else. No, they'll they'll play it for you know a month and get to the new content up to the the point where it starts raiding and then they'll stop because that's what they did to the last few expansions. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, isn't, uh, like, raiding a lot easier now than it used to be? I mean... Oh, yeah, but you still got to, like, put in a time investment and, like, a knowledge, like, basis. Like, because a lot of fights in Warcraft now aren't just, you know, tank and spank the boss. It's, like, activating or, like, managing threat or, like, mitigating, like, some special property the boss does or ability and, you know... It's a lot more involved than it used to be, at least. Ah, okay. Yeah, I, I never got to that point either before I stopped playing, a, was it the uh, Pandaren one? So, uh, you know, I'm sure, like you said, people will play uh, to start. At, they're apparently down to like 3.5 million subs, uh, which is still... That, I mean, that's high, but it's still yeah. it's low for them. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, do you see them at some point just, if if it's going to bottom out and they just don't make it anymore? No, I think, I think eventually it'll turn free to play and that's what'll drive people back into that game, like really a lot harder. Uh, but for me, it's just the grind of the game that I just don't like, like for items that I would still want to get, like I still want to get the, uh, what is it? Uh, damn it. Strathholm's Mount. I forget the name of it. Rivender's Charger. That's it. But to get that thing, you got to run it fucking hundred times. And it's like, no. Let it drop. <laughs> Let me just buy it for five bucks and I'll be happy. <laughs> right. Uh, 
I mean, it's it's. It, is that that same drop you've been trying to get for like ever? Yeah, for the past five years, and you know, I can. I'm like level eighty-five or ninety in that game now. I mean, that's like a level forty dungeon. So you can roll in there and steamroll everything, but it's just it takes like ten minutes to get through every time because you got to do like a certain path to like just to destroy parts of the base or you know the instance before you can get to the boss. And it's like it's such a time commitment. It's like you got to run through it, then run back, reset it, and then run through it again. It's like, dear God. Yeah, too much going on uh, for <laughs> for you to have to deal with here. Um, so apparently Conor McGregor has retired and unretired a day. Uh, that's a thing going on right now. Um, yeah. I, w- why? <laughs> yeah. He didn't get his money. So <laughs> I know it. Man, people doing publicity stunts just uh, amaze me uh, sometimes. I, you know, their first two games have been really good. Enjoyed both Bastion and Transistor, and now Greg Kasavin uh, announced and showed off a little teaser trailer for Pyre. 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 Yep. Um, I love the artwork. That looks amazing. Um. Have you uh, you seen it? I saw the trailer. It looked okay. Uh, I kind of hope it's better than Transistor. <laughs> like, Transistor was a very well-made game, but I ran into, like, a pretty nasty PC bug when I was playing it, which was, like, progress killing. <laughs> so it's, like, great. Yeah. I, I played on the... I played on the PC for a little bit, and then... I played it on the PS4. It's, Transistor was really good. Just uh, it seems like this is has a few things from Transistor, but also takes things from Bastion. It's it's not the sort of strategy game. Seems more like the the action game that that Bastion was. So we'll have to. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we find out more about it. It'll be there at PAX East on on Friday when that starts. So. Um, well, the one thing. The one thing it'll have going for it probably is good writing. Like, I've always liked Supergiant's, uh, right? Like, Drake Kasavin is a great writer. So, like, it'll have that going for it at the very least. <laughs> yeah, and then they've always been really good about having the narrator. And, you know, especially Bastion having the narrator while the game is going on. Uh, so, it, it, if anything, it keeps you in there uh, with... With its writing and 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 everything else, it keeps you in tune, even if the gameplay is getting a little bit long in the tooth for you. Uh, certainly, speaking of writing, graphic novel coming out for that Warcraft movie. That's going to be a prequel to that. I, that movie continues to look worse and worse with the more trailers I've seen. That's what I I haven't seen that latest trailer, but. I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to see the movie. It has uh, dubstep in the trailer. Oh, boy. Oh. That's what you want with Warcraft. Why? <laughs> if it, like, could you imagine, like, dubstep for Lord of the Rings? Like, that's, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, God. Some people are just out of tune with, hey, you got to at least be a little bit... Uh, 
you gotta understand that that series is, has nothing to do with that. Like, why? Just why? Uh, Street Fighter Five finally rage quit system. Yeah. Added. Uh, only two. Only two months after the fact. <laughs> it was gonna hit players with high disconnect rates by locking them out of matchmaking if you rage quit. Think that's gonna work? I mean, they had to do something. I have friends who still play that game who still get quit on. And it's like, didn't you think this was going to happen? Like, this happened the last go-around, like, you idiots. Especially in a fighting game. Yeah. Like, where it's really obvious you're going to die, you're going to lose, and people don't like losing. So, seems... I mean, at least in a sports game, there's kind of... Unless you're getting blown out, there's that chance you might come back or whatever. But it's pretty quick to tell you're gonna you're gonna get your ass whooped in in the fighting game and and you're gonna quit. You know. Yeah. So, don't know why that wasn't implemented from the beginning, but kind of seems to be the mo of Street Fighter Five. We're just gonna add stuff uh, later since you know this is the platform and all. Um, so let's uh, move on. It, AMC at one point, uh, they they quickly decided not to do this. But uh, at one point, they were going to think about allowing people to text. Yeah. In theaters. I mean, why? Because profits are down, and they think that this will get the teens back in, into going to the theaters. <laughs> no. They're not going to pay $10. Yeah, that's so my... Yeah. So they can tag... I mean, they already do it anyway, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't matter if it was designated or not, they're still going to do it. You know, it just... I mean, it's, it, this, this seems so stupid. Like, why would you even think that, okay, hey, people, you can come to our theater and... Now you might have a theater where you can just text the whole movie. Really? If, if, if they wanted to increase profits or increase people going in there, they should decrease the prices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what people are going to now. Yeah, if you tell me that all of a sudden you went from having, you know, $11, $12 movie to 7 or 8 or something like that might go more often. There is a local theater in my town that gets new movies, but like it's only a four—it's a four-screen theater, hmm. but they get new movies, you know, when they come out. Yeah. But it's a four-dollar and fifty-cent matinee. Man, I want to—I want to go to your theater. <laughs> so when Avengers come out, comes out in a few weeks, I'm going to go see it like Friday at like twelve or one p.m. and just be like, "Yep, four dollars and fifty cents." <laughs> Yeah, the good old days. Uh, you know, now the matinee is what, like seven, six, maybe, depending on the theater, and it's, that's still. Yeah. I mean, most people necessarily, you know, you work, you don't necessarily have the option to go to a matinee. You have to go to that nighttime yeah. theater, and it's it's just expensive. And I get it that they have more costs now with with things or whatever, but it's just, 
I don't see it. And then I'm glad AMC was quick to just say, okay, we're not doing it. Because I think you would have turned off more people than you would have actually brought into the theater. Um, so, you know, this is one of those times where the internet uh, works. So, uh, yeah. the ahead. only time. <laughs> yeah, the only time. Uh, so, Amazon Video have now decided to. Or Amazon, sorry, have decided to separate their Amazon video from the Amazon Prime deal. And you can now pay a monthly plan to watch Amazon Instant Prime or whatever the heck it's called, Instant Video, um, for eight ninety nine a month. Uh, especially now that Netflix has gone up to the uh, nine ninety nine, And you can also get the Prime Video with shipping for $11 a month if you want, instead of having to do the whole paying yearly. So, hey, uh, I might get Amazon Prime now. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think about... about I got Am- I actually have Amazon Prime, but I have Prime Student, which is awesome. <laughs> That's not... Oh, is, I'm guessing it's less expensive. It's 50 a year. Oh, that's not bad at all. Uh, with shipping and Amazon Video. So it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I just... I don't even want to do the free trial because it's like, I know I might forget and then I get dropped with a $100 thing that I can't pay. So... That, well, that's why Amazon Prime Student's great because it's 50 <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think this is a good deal for Amazon. I mean, they're talking about, you know, they want to get into uh, some exclusive... No, like exclusive anime streaming, and now they're wanting to get into like video game stuff. So I think making this much more affordable is only going to help them get more people onto it. And you know, it all it gives people that that whole different that variety. That okay, if uh, Netflix doesn't have something that I want, I can pay Amazon Prime and get something I want. And they have different things that you know Netflix doesn't have. So it's good, uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Always better and, to, to have this. And no one, no one still cares about Hulu. <laughs> hey, I care about Hulu. Um, you care about Hulu because of the anime on it, though, right? Yeah, but if uh, you know, when I eventually ditch Comcast, I don't like, know how that's going to happen. But if, if Crunchyroll is actually worth it, Dan, you'd care about that more than Hulu. Well, Crunchyroll is <laughs> worth it. It's just that Hulu has all like the old anime that I yeah. like watching too. So. You know, the best of both worlds, I guess, of both of them. Uh, Netflix is also thinking about letting you download content to your whatever system you want, or not not the uh, consoles, but uh, like, I guess, to your phone or uh, possibly your PC so you can watch it later. Uh, seems like they should have done this a long time ago. but I know. mean, yes, but also... That is going to incur the wrath of studios and, like, oh, you, it's it's just an avenue for piracy or something like that. And it's like, get get out of the, like, 1800s, please. <laughs> yeah, it, seriously. This is just a, it's the reality of the world we live in, you know, where people don't, even though it is more available now than, than it used to be for you to have Wi-Fi everywhere and, uh, your network and all that everywhere you you can watch it everywhere, but uh, you know and in many other countries they don't have that, so you need to be able to download things to for it to be worth it for you to be able to watch it, 
I mean, it'd be nice if, it, if they did do this, it just have just introduce a download limit. Like, just say, like, you can only have five things out at once or ten things or something like that, you know. But they could build around it. Yeah, exactly. They can they can find a way to limit it and uh, make it to where you can't do this. So uh, I don't think it's that big a deal. I'm, like you said, I'm sure there will be things that will get where you can't do it. You know, Amazon uh, Video has that issue right now. Uh, YouTube has that issue right now. So, but I think YouTube is just—it's so much easier to to pirate the thing. Um, that I can understand why they do it with that, but uh, you know. Yeah. So, uh, a big deal with Castle, which I'm not a Castle fan, but uh, the one of the co-stars not returning because of budgetary reasons, supposedly. Yeah, uh, I mean. That's bound to happen, like, because shows go on, they just get more and more expensive, so, yeah. I know, but with her, like, her and Nathan Fillion's, like, chemistry and all that stuff, like, that's, like, the point of the show. Yes, but also, I mean, if they just kill her off in, like, the eighth season finale or something, like, imagine how much different that show is going to be in the ninth season. Maybe, but it may also dispel the end for it, too. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it's already ending. I mean, the, the shortened season nine is already an indicator of that. Or if, like, she gets kidnapped in the eighth season finale and, like, the whole ninth season is looking about the hunt for her or, you know, and then she comes back like, in, the, in the, like, the last episode and they have, like, a happy ending. Like, sure, why not? <laughs> right. Um, well, like, hopefully, yeah. Did you ever, did you ever watch House? Yes, when it, House. Like, yeah. imagine how, like, look at how many iterations that show went through. Oh, God, yeah. So. But it kept Hugh Laurie the whole time, so. Yeah, and that's about it. And then it kept Omar Epps, because he, need, he needed the work. <laughs> no, wasn't there a point where Omar Epps left and then came back? Uh, for, like, a few episodes. You know, he was pretty much always on there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've watched all the episodes. It's been a long time since I've seen it, and so. Him, Here's the thing about House, the first, like, two seasons were still the best. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, as it went on, it got really, really more and more obvious um, yeah. that it was basically the same formula every time. Uh, they they did uh, help it by going deeper into, like, the problems with House and, and all that other stuff. But, uh, yeah, now we're divulging into other things here, but... Uh, how do you feel about this whole, I don't know, I'm one of those that, like, if you can do it, cast the right race in a movie, uh, but a lot of people have moaned and complained about Scarlett Johansson being the main character in the Ghost in the Shell, uh, manga, or the, uh, the, you know, the live action and the manga publisher says, look, this is this is getting uh, Ghost in the Show out there to so many different people because she's on it. Uh, you need to stop complaining. Is well, here's right, the thing. Or? Well, that thing wouldn't get made without her in it, let's be honest here. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, it's a dumb reason. And having an Asian woman be in the Asian role would obviously be better. But how many people are going to see that movie if Ming-Na is in it 
compared to Scarlett Johansson. Right, yeah. It's it, There's going to be a heck of a lot more people going because Scarlett Johansson is in the movie. She's shown uh, that she can carry movies by herself. You know, the Lucy movie did really well. Um, best, that, Lucy was the best comedy of the year. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, still, so I, I think, you know... And it's not like you don't have the anime out there. It's not like you don't have the original movie out there for you to watch if you really have a problem with it. Um, yeah, it's not like they're, like, destroying all the ghosts in the show animes or anything like that. It's like, you know, go ahead, here. <laughs> right. Uh, there is not going to be a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. At one point, uh, do we just... Everything is going to be a cinematic universe at some point. Just... I'm only a fan of this if, if WWE City is a part of it as well. <laughs> the Slam City thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's the new... They... Go ahead, sorry. Weren't they doing like another WWE Scooby-Doo movie? But it, yes, like... they, they are. Wasn't like Hulk Hogan like going to be a big part of it? <laughs> yes, I think so. That might be why it's not. Same thing happened with CM Punk, but they had to let CM Punk still be in it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know uh, what. Oops. The, the, yeah, hoops. <laughs> uh, they they have a new Scooby Doo movie called Scoob, or C S C O O B that comes out in 2018, and then it's going to have interlocking movies, which. Um, even though some of these other movies are tied to other studios, uh, you know, you could potentially have a Flintstones movie with Scooby-Doo or Jetsons or Smurfs or, I mean, this is all cool if you are really nostalgic, but. Yeah, it's like, who cares about Johnny Quest anymore? Let's be honest here. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't, uh. Cartoon Network, like, make another version of Johnny Quest or something? Yeah, well, they keep trying to bring it back, and it's like, who cares? Yeah, people do not... It, it's uh, it's long past at this point. It does not have the cachet of, of some of these other old ones. Uh, speaking of old movies, Jungle Book, the live action, rocked the box office. So, uh, I, I bet the people who made that Peter Pan like prequel are like crying themselves to sleep right now. <laughs> well, this has already led to Disney's going to make a Peter Pan movie themselves. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, all of these have done well for Disney. I'm not saying I'm more of an animated fan person, but I'll probably see this when it hits DVD. I, I'm sure it's good. It wouldn't have, you know. Um, Yo, it has Idris Elba in it, so it's automatically good. <laughs> yes, and John Favreau doing uh, directing is usually pretty decent. So he's actually a pretty good director. Yeah. Like aside from Iron Man, like everything else he's doing, it's actually still like Iron Man's obviously his best movie, but everything else also holds up pretty well. <laughs> oh, agreed. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I don't think I've seen a movie that he's sort of been involved in that I didn't like. So the only one that's a, like a little miss is that chef movie he did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, but what uh, do you do? Was it that one with the like these two and the relationship and the one? Yeah. Okay. Yep. 
Uh, hold on, I'm trying to think. Are you, uh, have you seen the Now You See Me movie? Nope. I liked the first one. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, they're already making a third one, no surprise. Um, you know, I, I think anybody that, if they're going to get to the point with the second one, you know they're going to try their hardest to make a third one. That's just kind of how it is with these movies <laughs> at this point. Um, uh, good luck to them. Hopefully the second one does well, so it justifies them doing this, I guess. Uh, the uh, Jumanji might actually star The Rock and Ke- Kevin Hart. So. Nope. Uh, can, can I can I say no on that? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it's The Rock is great. Uh, uh, the other guy is not so much. <laughs> Kevin Hart's funny, but it's just like uh, I don't yeah, know. When, he's like he's like the Chris Tucker of now. Right. Exactly. Yes. He uh, has his audience. He works well with The Rock. I think, you know, you might you might have your, your Jackie Chan and the Chris Tucker uh, sort of team-up thing there with those two, um, where they work well together, but maybe uh, Kevin Hart separately doesn't work. They should form well. a tag team. You know what? I don't think WWE would say no. I don't know about them, you know, winning any tag team titles or anything, but, um, you know. It doesn't hurt. Uh, I really, uh, I'm a big fan of Robin Williams, so I'm also a big fan of The Rock. I don't know. Uh, that might have to be one of those again. See how that goes with the Jumanji. Uh, See, here's the thing. I I like the first movie. Yes, I do too. It's not like it's not a great movie. I'll admit that, but it has a lot of weird elements that I just kind of appreciate. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um. And it's one of Kirsten Dunst's only good roles. <laughs> I would agree with you on that too. Um, and you know the 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 whole concept of it is is cool, and then the you know the whole with the board game and everything. So did you see? Little... Uh, did you see Azathura? No, I've not seen that. You should watch that. Like even well, John Favreau directed that. Oh really? And it's actually, I mean, it's a much better Jumanji, honestly. But, I mean, it's actually a pretty good movie. Oh. I need to go uh, find it then, somewhere. And again, uh, oh, what, Kristen Stewart is in it, and it's like her only watchable performance. <laughs> I liked her in the, uh, what is it, the the adventures of, the one where they're at the theme park, and they were yeah, at yeah. the theme park. I, I did like her about, in yeah. that. Um, and, like, Dak Shepard is actually really good in that movie. He's probably the best part. Well, darn. Maybe I need to, I need to go find this movie then. Uh, so, pretty much, we already talked about uh, Star Fox Zero coming out tomorrow. Uh, you can get Tales of the Borderlands at retail next week if you are one of those people that needs to have the retail version of a game. Uh, there's this... Uh, Severed comes out next week, which is one of the Vita games that has really been anticipated. It's a um, it's a role playing game that's like touch based. It's made by the same who made uh, Wakamelee, so uh, it has a really cool art style as well, very similar to the Wakamelee art style. Um, the Sega 3D Classics Collection comes out for 3DS. Um, 
and I think that that's a full nation VR, guys. If you're waiting for that that full nation VR, uh, that uh, welcome at the second episode of Hitman comes out next week. Uh, I still got my Hitman code for PC. If anyone wants to buy it, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want uh, you don't want to play it. I've been trying to sell that goddamn thing for the last month now. <laughs> and you can buy a beat-em-up for the beta called Mega Tagmension Blanc cross Neptune versus Zombies. Um, Jesus Christ, we're getting crazy with these names. But yeah, another hyperdimension Neptunian game. Uh, I wonder how long it takes that to come out on Steam. <laughs> They're just uh, really... Really getting crazy with that, anyway. Um, so yeah, I think that pretty much does it for this week. Uh, I know you gotta go, um, but uh, yeah, everybody, and enjoy your games. I'm sure we'll hear more about all the stuff with the PS4 4.5 and everything else. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back next week, uh, unless unless there's a ton of crap at PAX, then maybe we'll be back later in the weekend. Or something. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody.